Hey, it's Jimmy here. We're kicking off season two with a bang. This week's episode is going to be of the action genre. The following podcast contains naughty words, naughty themes, and a cat named Ernie. We're doing series two now, Jimmy. We are. We're back, Rich. We're back. I'm so been looking forward to this. <sighs> We're sitting back in my kitchen in camp chairs. We've got the new mics in the setup. We're sounding amazing and... We're just back to us. This is where it's at. The cooking, the getting back into the swing of it. Yeah, I'm, I've I've been looking forward to this all day mm-hmm. because I've watched an awful lot of films recently. <laughs> um, and every time I watch a film now, I just think of you. Yeah, I missed you, man. I missed you too. I've just been constantly adding to the list of things that, like, films that I'm going to bring in for us to cover. Obviously, we're only doing five each this season, but like. I'm well, just going to pick them at random. and Not obviously. We haven't explained that. So last we series, haven't. we sat down and we decided on which films we were going to watch together. This time we're doing it slightly differently. So Jimmy's going to pick five films. I've got no idea what they are. I'm going to pick five films. He has no idea what they are. It might be that I've seen them. It might be that he's seen them. It might be that I'd hate them. He hates them. That doesn't matter now. We just rock up to each other's house, mm-hmm. press play on a film, and off we go. So That's it. I've got no idea what film we're watching tonight, which is a lovely situation to be in. We've got the nice little new section now with the reveal that's sort of just going to also mingle into the, you know, we'll roll into the uh, the chat over dinner. So it's a nice new shake up to the format of the show as well. It's also a good way of sounding quite sexy and just going, the reveal. reveal. <laughs> <laughs> that was so sexy. God, Do you know what? I've, I've got a little chub now. I Sam Neilled. Yeah, I've got a little chub actually. A little throwback to series one. If you haven't listened to our Jurassic Park episode, please tune in. <laughs> What um, what I really like about this new setup, and you know, we're excited because we don't we're only doing this as a hobby, and suddenly we've got like really good kit. Uh-huh. Um, is when you listen back to that Goonies episode, yeah, and it's like you're playing with a carrier bag, and I'm out in the kitchen cooking, and we're just shouting down a Tascam, <laughs> which is sat on the table. You can hear the drinks plodding down on the table. Yeah, and like I I actually listened back to um on the way to work, I listened to the Goonies and on the way home, I listened to Jason X and the Christmas episode just to see the differences. What did you make of it? Shit. Just... <laughs> yeah, don't bother going back to series so one. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, leaps and bounds. I had a huge smile on my face with the Goonies one because I thought there was just so much like charm to it. How long of a break have we had since we recorded? December would have been... Well, I mean, the panto, but I mean, since we did a film, what, December? Yeah, it was a Christmas special. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that was when... We had a late Christmas special, didn't we? Because... You nearly died. <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to I don't want to make it dramatic, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just didn't have lungs for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your your that... lungs just thought, you know what, Rich, you're going to have to do this on your own for a bit. Yeah. My lungs are fine now. That's good. I'm, you're on better. You're on better terms. You've reconciled. You're back yeah, together. Yeah, we're good friends. We're good friends. That's good. You know? That's good. Um, so yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, I'm very happy to be back, and uh, thank you to listeners who are listening. Because if you're not listening, you're not hearing this. Not hearing this. Uh, we don't know your shit. Fuck we, you. We, well, yeah, we can say whatever we want <laughs> yeah, about fuck you. you. Why aren't you listening? <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> you're listening to Rich and Jimmy watch a film. The Reveal. I'm very excited about our new section, Jimmy, mm-hmm. The Reveal, because 
I mean, of course I'm excited. You're about to reveal what film we're watching tonight. And, well, I mean, over to you, I guess. Mm. So I've decided, I was originally going to pick out the five films that I thought and try and go with, I don't know, try and pick them out and try and make it as varied as possible. And then I decided, nope, I'm just going to buy them a week or so before we're due to record and just do it on a whim. However I'm feeling and what I think will be good. And I thought for this one... Oh, shall I make a guess? The time period and the genre. Okay. And you can have a guess. All right. For this week, I was thinking, right, we're back, season two, the first episode we're recording, I thought, go in with a bang. What better way to go in with a bang than a really just popcorn, switch your brain off, 90s action film. Do you know what my, do you know what my first thought is? And if this is right, you, it will get a chef's kiss. Last Action Hero. No. Oh, no, that, that is a wonderful, wonderful film. So that's, nine, a, that's a great shout. Yeah, I know. I yep. Suddenly, I was I got this little pang of excitement thinking <laughs> we were going to sit and watch Last Action Hero. That is a great film. It's a really good film, actually. So it's just a 90s action film. But like like the most probably 90s action film. Maybe, well, maybe apart from like Point Break. Um, I haven't seen this since I was a kid. I'm wondering whether it's going to hold up, but it used to be pretty fucking badass. Can you give me a clue as to who's in it? Oh, well, I was about to just start rattling off the cast because it is. Just give me one. I think I'm pretty good at films. I'm going to string this out a bit and go in reverse, kind of, in my head. So if I get we it got... on this one, you'll be impressed? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's we, go. We got, we got ourselves a Ving Rhames. Conair. Yeah, nailed it. What a film. Nailed it. Oh my word! But I think if I would have said like Steve Buscemi, John Malkovich, oh, yeah. John Cusack, you would have got it anyway. I thought that might have thrown you. Well, actually, well done. I should have said with Danny Trejo. I yeah, I wouldn't have got it from Danny yeah. Trejo. I'll tell you why I got that so quickly. I've recently just watched the remake of Dawn of the Dead, where Ving Rhames plays the yep. the, the security the copper. Yeah, he's a copper, how was he? that actually? I I love it. Mm. The the remake of Dawn of the Dead for me is a fantastic movie. Aside from, I don't really like the zombie baby bit. It bothers me. It's a, it's a good remake. Like, it is. It, I remember it being really good. I didn't realise it's done by the same guy that did... Um, is Jack, Zack Schneider? The, Zach, yeah. yeah. I didn't realise it. Jack Schneider. I couldn't even say it. I tried to say it. Jack Schneider. Jack Schneider. Anyway, let's get on to Con Air. Fuck me. Brilliant. Mate. Like, I'm really excited. Hey, I haven't seen it in so long. I really hope it holds up, but I'm sure it will because it's just dumb. It's, like, it's one, so one of them. My main takeaways with Con Air, though is I learned how to punch someone or how to attack someone's nose <laughs> so that it goes up through their skull and pierces their brain and kills them. And I don't think that's very responsible because I've always remembered that. And I think, like, they're so graphic on the way that they teach you to do that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm 12 watching this going, that's really that's cool. The way to do it. That's Next the way time to do that it. bully in the playground, I'm going to put his nose through his brain. Have you ever seen a film with John Malkovich where he hasn't seen Slightly Unhinged? So this is the one that got him typecast as that. Before that, he was always sort of sly, kind of like uh, seducer. This right, is the like film. A, se- a sexy man. Yeah, this is the film that got him um, recast as like the criminal mastermind and like right. yeah, the big bad. Um, and then he just got really sick of it and then he started doing more like European films. He kind of got away from Hollywood because of it. I don't blame him. No, dude, if you were just, if they just kept ringing you up and they were like, oh, we need a, like an evil king in this medieval one. He's like, yeah, fine. And it's like, now we need a, an evil head of a robot corporation for this futuristic sci-fi. Like, it's just the same thing over and over again, wouldn't it? Like, What's your favourite John Malkovich film? Uh, being John Malkovich is up there. <laughs> That's a fucking cool movie. That's a very cool film. Yeah. Imagine if they came to you and said, look, we've got this idea, right? It's it's called um, Being Jimmy, <laughs> and you get to star in it, and it's all about you. You'd be like, yeah, all right, I'll do yeah. that. Oh, okay, yeah. 
because uh, isn't John Cusack in that as well? In being John Malkovich? I don't remember it very well. I'm certain he is, but he's not playing John Cusack. He's the guy who can go and inhabit the body, the body and mind of John Malkovich. Right. Is John Cusack in Con Air? Yeah. Oh. He's the head. He's the head copper that's chasing him. I remember this. Yeah. Thing is, with Con Air, I do not remember the. F- the sort of storyline I know they kind of steal a plane yeah yeah, yeah. the prisoner transport plane Steve Buscemi I yes. have always adored that man mm-hmm. as an actor I think he's so endearing and yet so kind of unhinged and he's he's so just calm through this whole film and it's like everyone is terrified of him because you never see him do anything no. it's just everyone talks about what he has done and they're not really scared of him. He's just totally calm with everything that's going on. He's just like, yeah, just like riding along with it. I've got this amazing memory of this film. And it's the scene when he's just having a tea party with yep. a little girl. And it's a paedophile in this. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously not a paedophile in real life. Uh, <laughs> just want to emphasize that. If we refer to him as a paedophile, we are not saying Steve Buscemi <laughs> is a paedophile. In Con Air, he plays a paedophile. And if you haven't seen Con Air, go and see it. Yeah, and yeah. don't moan at hit, us for spoiling hit, it. Yeah, hit, yeah, exactly. It's like a fucking. It's like nearly a thirty-year-old film. If you haven't seen it by now, but like Rich said, if you haven't seen it, pause this, go and watch it. Come back. It's really good. Welcome back from watching Con Air, <laughs> <laughs> and you're back in the room. <laughs> I have no idea how it ends, what the storyline is, who dies, etc. So, in a weird kind of way, I'm going to be watching. Like you haven't seen it. it. Yeah, exactly. It's like I haven't seen it. That's great. I used to actually um, collect Nicolas Cage films. Really? Yeah. I was a big fan of Nicolas Cage. I, mean, I, I still am a big fan of Nicolas Cage, just not. Uh, you know when you reach a point when you move on from them and yeah. then nostalgically you can look back at Nicolas Cage films and be like, oh, I love this film. I love Con Air. I love Snake Eyes. I love National Treasure. Nas- oh, National Treasure. What a film that is. <laughs> that is an incredible movie. Might put that on my list. Don't tell Jimmy. Um, if you're hearing that weird noise, it's because I've got a rumbling stomach. Let me just uh, let me just turn that off, you know. <laughs> I can smell gravy. Yeah. Jimmy's just clearing up the gravy. <laughs> Weird way to end the section. <laughs> a chat over dinner. Jimmy, you've knocked out some bangers and mash. Yeah, man. Have I done this before in one of the other episodes? I feel like I did bangers and mash on another episode. No, no, no. you haven't. I think maybe just because I had it last week, it's making me think of it. But yeah, no. I would have bangers and mash most days. It's good, hey. Just mm. nice and simple, man. Nice and easy. I felt a little bit bad today, actually, because you texted me last night, I think it was, and you said, doing bangers and mash. I was so excited, but I never replied. But I think it was like it was like one in the morning, I think, when I texted you. Oh, yeah, you. I'm, I'm a dad of a four-year-old. I'm not going to be up at one in the morning. What are you on about, you crazy young <laughs> bastard? Just woke up in the middle of my sleep, just like, Rich, I know what I'm doing. It's going to be bangers and mash. <laughs> like you were listen, asleep. Listen, I know this sounds crazy, but hear me out. Mashed potato <laughs> with sausages and gravy on top. Are we supposed to be doing a film podcast? We are. Yeah. <laughs> and we said we weren't going to talk too much about the no. food. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. No, Your I'm... mashed potato, though, is smooth as hell. How have you done that? And whisk it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's yeah. like eating a cloud. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen any films recently, Jimmy? Not as many as I'd want, to be honest. But yeah, and one of my most pleasant surprises, actually, was going to the movies and watching Megan the killer doll film it's like the oh, android okay. sort of doll that befriends like becomes friends with a little girl is it called Megan in the yeah. film it's not yeah. Megan well I think I think Megan's a pretty like English pronunciation yeah, so of Megan when I've seen the um, 
posters I've got. Oh, that film's called Megan. Yeah, but yeah, I think in in Oz we definitely say Megan. In America, I've always thought Megan is like the British pronunciation. No, dude, really enjoyed that. Like, mm-hmm. it just knew exactly what it was. It wasn't um, cheesy, or it was cheesy. It just it, knew it but was in the good, in the best okay. way. Tongue firmly in the cheek. I just, I really loved it, man. It was really cool. Like, and there was some nice little like creepy moments in it as well. But it wasn't just being serious and trying to be scary. Um, um, I finished my. Uh, your turn to talk, then, man. What have you? Yeah, uh, get stuck in. What have you been watching? So I had the absolute pleasure, and it was a sheer joy of watching Matilda the Musical. Nice. It was just. I mean, I'm a massive fan of the stage show. Like I've seen it a couple of times, and Tim Minchin. I was going to say, just he's he's, he's genius. He is a genius. There's mm-hmm. no other way of saying it. Nope. I think for me, what I loved the most is it was just joy. Mm. There was nothing. It had Stephen Graham in it, dude. Right as as fucking the dad. Um, fucking how great Stephen Graham. Oh, he's just the best. I've just, I know it's not films, but I'm going to divert slightly here because last night I finished watching Time. Oh, fucking with Sean Bean, man. Oh, my word. How good, hey? How good. If anyone needs to know what the best of British acting is about, mm-hmm. you need to watch Time on BBC iPlayer. It's unbelievable. Not, not, not going to go into it to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't seen it, but that last scene... That the last bit, the end of the last episode, where they die, yeah, where everyone's where, <laughs> where everyone's killed by the comet that's been coming to Earth. So they, they, they were going to plant nukes on it, didn't they? They ran out of time. <laughs> um, no, that, but that final scene, Sean Bean in that, is just incredible. It's it's just some of the best acting I've ever seen. So, um, yeah, that was a great dinner, Jimmy. Yeah, dude, I'm actually quite happy with that. I wasn't hungry at first. I'm really hung. I was really hung over today, so I had a huge chicken chop feed at work today. So. You are always hung over. Yeah. You need to have a word with yourself. <laughs> oh. Now, stop talking and get me some Jack Daniels. <laughs> Fill this empty glass yeah. up. Because if I can drink all your Jack Daniels, you won't. Think of this as an intervention. <laughs> you know what? I'm, you're going to sit there and you're going to watch me drink this liter bottle of Jack Daniels. What? What happens after we've had our dinner? We watch the film, right? It's been so long I've forgotten our format. That's it. We have our dinner. I feel like that's next week. I feel like we have tea and then we have a nice night. Maybe put a record on some wine. I'm not I'll call you and then we'll see where it goes. And then, yeah, I'll make you breakfast in the morning and then, yeah, next week I'll give you a call and then then we watch the film. So that's normally okay. That's a weird segment, isn't it? (laughs) So we've got... We've now got the review... Like a little intro review, the review of a dinner, and then the reveal. Awkward evening followed by dodgy breakfast. <laughs> that's not a, that's not a segment. I think we need to instigate just a, a recording of you stroking my hair, saying it's gonna be okay, Rich. Yeah, it's gonna be okay. You, you wake it up in the morning, and I'm just like laying there, just like, hey, sorry, I was just watching you sleep. <laughs> it's time to watch the film. Ah, this is it, man. We're back. We're well fed. We've got some beers. There's a film about to come on. A great you... film. A great film. Oh, going up to 54 on the volume. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm really pushing the boat out this season, man. <laughs> You're allowing us some volume. <laughs> Dude, I'm just looking at this and remembering all this. It's only the, it's only the title... I know they look the so DVD. young, don't they? Yeah, but dude, it just looks fucking awesome. <laughs> Right. Hit that magic button. Yeah, this is going to be good. I don't know why I was saying before. I thought maybe it wouldn't be that great. 
like it wouldn't hold up. I, I was I was foolish. But I, no, I don't think it's foolish. I think the thing is, we we look back on these films with such love. It's that classic thing of like, oh, you've got to watch this. It's brilliant. And then you watch it back and you're like, oh, actually, it's not that great. Mm. But I get, but there's, yeah, also as well, there's no lofty ideals or anything with this. Like, this is also something not taking itself serious at all. Like, so there's nothing really that can't, you know, land anymore. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just dumb action. It's just, that's, that's timeless. I said earlier when we weren't recording, 80s and 90s action films, 70s, I guess, as well. They're just a whole different breed, man, than what you get like pumped out normally from Hollywood now. Like, just more blood, more violence, more cussing, just a lot more fun. Regular, a regular hound dog. <laughs> I'm a regular hound dog. <laughs> what an amazing line! I bet when he got the script, he went, "Oh my god, I get to say I'm a regular yeah, hound dog." <laughs> to me, his accent doesn't sound too bad and because I know what Nicolas Cage sounds like as well yeah. I don't maybe I'm wrong someone from Alabama might be like no he's, his accent's fucked but I do know that he he moved to Alabama for like three months before they started filming to um, to learn how to, to speak get, just to get the actors in, in a natural sort of way being around it well the um, I think the Alabama draw is is quite easy to replicate isn't it mm. well but again but if you're from there you might be like nah it's a crock of shit though yeah, I'm sure true. there's probably nuances to it. A stereotypical Alabama. I'm from Alabama. Alabama. You just gotta slow it down. Damn. Sound like Forrest Gump. I was gonna say Farmer Gump. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. You, you know. <laughs> goodness me, drop my headphones. Um, you you know who's in this is bloody Bubba Gump himself. Is it really? Yeah. Bubba Gump. Bubba Gump. Wait, no, not Bubba Gump. What's he? No, Bubba. He's just his name is Bubba, isn't it? Not Bubba Gump. That's the restaurant. Oh yeah. What am I saying? <laughs> oh, the restaurant's in this. Yeah. Okay. Good. So when they a get bit, on the plane, bit of product placement. Yeah. <laughs> well, see that there's the Doritos yeah. on the screen, just as you say, product oh, placement. Hosta, there he is. Oh yeah. Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Is he in this? Yep. What else? He's one of the criminals. He's one of the guys on the plane. Um, Improv most of his dialogue as well in this. Yeah, I quite like Dave Chappelle. Love Dave Chappelle, dude. He's one of the funniest motherfuckers going around. The way this has been filmed and shot is outstanding. Like, why is it so smoky in there? Yeah. Well, it was a prison riot. I would see they set fire to everything. Yeah, yeah. But uh, another little nice bit of trivia: the guy who plays uh, Baby O in this, who was um, Bubba in Forrest Gump he uh, Dave Chappelle went out for the role got the role then turned it down wow and now they've ended up in this like a few years later together as well oh, so cool. nice little connection there I've never trusted John Cusack I like him a lot and I enjoy his films but I just cannot I just can't get on board with him he's a better he would be a better bad guy right I've never understood why they always he like he had the real thing where he was pushed as like as a leading man and like you know in romantic comedies and like and action flicks and that he's a vi- like he's an absolute like for sure villain like did um have you, he's uh, in two thousand no what's it called twenty twelve where the world blows up and he's flying a plane and shit like that have you seen that like the apocalypse movie. The... Where Woody Harrelson stood on top of a mountain, like, and just as all the volcanoes the... in Yellowstone Park explode. The day after tomorrow? No, no it's no. called 2012. It's called 2012. Nah, never seen it. 
Um, let me just quickly make a note of that. <laughs> my God, I love that movie. It's so shit. <laughs> I've killed more men than cancer. You killed 11, mate. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Well, um, that was Inmates. That was just Inmates in jail. That was his... Oh, like, what? That Cancer's was his... killed more pe- inmates than he has. No, but he's killed more people probably outside of prison. That's what he's what, saying. What, then the biggest yeah. killer? Men's got a big ego. Yeah, yeah. But he hasn't got a big ki- death nah. kill rate, has he? It's still a sick line, though. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, because as someone who's watching, he's taken the, 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 um, the picture of his daughter out of his pocket... He said, just so you, really calmly, just so you know, I'm going to be getting that back at some point. Now, if you'd never seen this film before, you know, at some point in this film, he's going to get that picture back. <laughs> you know that. It's, yeah. it's, it's not, they wouldn't put that line in without no. knowing that later on there's a fucking cool scene where he goes something like, I told you I'd get that back. Yeah. He, yeah, that's, I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it goes. I know what part of this. Oh, really? Yeah, it's at the prisoner exchange part. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're was, right. Was my Alabama accent better than uh, Nick Cage's? It was on par. Oh, he's Nick, real lippy because he knows he's getting out, isn't he? Like, Nick Cage has got sass. <laughs> but he knows he's getting out. I bet he was a little bitch when he was in prison. Like, oh, never yeah. just stuck to himself. And he's like, I'm getting out now. I'm just going to run my mouth. Like, <laughs> my daughter. Yeah. I'll do anything to see my daughter. Oh, I'm free. Fuck you, killer. You get in your cage, bitch. <laughs> just throwing deuces at everyone. Fuck you, pig. Yeah, you're back. That's not enough. <laughs> oh my god gag and bag this Nazi muffin <laughs> might be the best line that's ever been stated in any film and then just as he's walking past just elbows him in the fucking head just splits his eye open is he being a hero oh Nicolas Cage he's if you're dead. about to be free don't be a hero but but he knows he knows what sorry I just spoke over it yeah well, you might as well explain because yeah. So I, you spoke over it. I missed it. <laughs> so he's not getting off because they're going to tape him up. He's going to be gagged for two hours until they get to the prison, and they'll take all the gags and the hoods off. Then the trans the transfers complete. Baby O needs fucking his medicine before then, or he's going to die. Right. So he's staying to help Baby O. Oh my oh, god! There it is. Told you I'd get that back. Yeah. Oh wow. It's an old school cassette tape. <laughs> reel to reel. <laughs> I feel like even in the 90s they would have had a better one than that. Like This was like 95, 96. I feel like they would have a better than a reel to reel fucking tape recorder. <laughs> With a little microphone and yep. the size of a small car battery. <laughs> you would hear like, and as well, reel to reel, how much would you really get recording? <laughs> yeah. It's like we said in the, uh, the room episode where he puts the cassette... It's like, well, that, that's that's a 45-minute cassette. <laughs> he comes back three days later, it's still recording. Well, so far, this is as great as I remember it. Yeah, it is. In fact, I think this is one of those films that, because it's on Blu-ray and it looks really nicely tidied up, mm-hmm. and the scenes, and it looks nicely filmed... It doesn't actually age. It doesn't look like yeah. an old film. Nah, don't, does it? Like when you see like Ving Rhames and John Malkovich, you go, well, they look a lot younger. Yeah. But as far as the entertainment of a film, mm-hmm. this is, yeah, decent. Brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. 
Two, uh, two of those men just turned into paper. Yeah, well, <laughs> quite right too. Like that bomb went off. I love the idea of do not open on a on a box with a bomb in it because it's like the, the sort of when you put marshmallows in front of toddlers and say don't eat it. Yeah, and they kind of go, uh, yeah, but I'm going to eat it. If I got a box which said do not open, I'd open it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the reel to reel's gone. That's why it had to be a reel to reel for that shot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Is that ticking clock on the film? No, it's my clock. I forgot to take it down. Just realised how loud that is. Yeah. I forgot to take that down. Seeing John Cusack acting in this has made me want to watch 2012 again. <laughs> it's so... When I say watching him act in this, watching him deliver dialogue whilst yeah. frantically looking around a room as John Cusack does in every film he's ever in. But imagine him driving a limousine through a... Si oh, oh, what just happened? Timmy's telly just broke. Oh, it's oh, back. It's back. Um, yeah, but watching him drive a limousine over roads that are exploding while volcanoes go off while they're trying to get onto a plane to fly across an airport that oh my god it's a proper movie there yeah okay a lot happening there a limo you know and a limo is is famously responsive and you know wieldy as well if you're going to be driving through volcanoes like cracking up through the ground and i just think you should watch it yeah can nicholas cage act Or can yes. he just deliver lines? No, he can act, man. Like, I know a lot of people point to it, and it's also my easiest one just off the top of my head to go to, but like, leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. He's fantastic in that. He's in fucking good shape, too, isn't he, Nick Cage? Yeah. My he's God. Banging Bobby. A bit like mine. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like I was saying before different beasts with the old like when they started just really chopping the balls out of, like action films and then they, they don't show blood and things like that like just then that guy got kneecapped and they showed you the close up of yeah. the fucking of the blood pack going off like and that's why these films are so much more exciting than exactly, modern day films exactly like I'm a little bit of a gore hound in films for sure like I'll be the first to admit it but you just if someone's gonna get shot then you need a fucking blood pack to go off. It's... I don't need implied violence. Yeah. If I'm going to watch some, a film where I know everyone's running around with guns, I want to see shit get shot. Sprays. You want you want it, man. Like, don't... Bang. Oh, no, I've been shot. shot. Where is people it? just go flying, like... Yeah. I want blood. Yeah, I want to see it. Like, that man who just got naked. They were just all putting that plane out, right? Not one of the ropes off the plane were tense. <laughs> it just, okay, like, I don't know if you could go back. Yeah. Just go back and see it because that was unbelievable. They're all like going, Ugh, but it didn't look like any of the ropes. All, all the ropes are slack. Yeah. Just just pop back a, a little couple of frames. Just this bit. Yeah. Look. Yeah. <laughs> not, one of, not one of those ropes is tight. Dude, there's one rope where there's just two blokes and one of the guys on the far side is just going like, eh, 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 this rope's so tight, I don't like it. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> this is a comedy. It's, this is actually a comedy. It is. It really is. I had man. forgotten how funny 
<laughs> Nick Cage is escaping on a tiny little tractor. <laughs> no, that was Swamp Thing. He's towing the plane out. All right. He's, he's giving it a run and stuff. I'm going to bust your ass. <laughs> That's not going to be comfortable. <laughs> You're always weeing, Jimmy. Hey. Check that prostate. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage just absolutely took a fucking shot in the arm and just didn't even flinch, eh? I, th- I think it's because it's he's it, it, acting. I don't think he actually took a shot in the arm. <laughs> I think it might have no. just been pretend. Uh, Cameron Poe took a shot in the arm and didn't even. Oh, flinch. I see in character yeah. he didn't flinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just copped it and just kept walking. I mean, next time, go fuck yourself, because I'm a prisoner, and they put me on that plane. Yeah, yeah. You were going to bust my head in, because I was too talkative at the beginning. Oh, hang on. He's off, he's off. Go, Nick. Go, Nick. John Malkovich is getting away on... Oh, look. It's it's now acceptable for an ex-convict to steal a police bike. With another copper. But but John Malkovich... uh, John Malkovich, but um, John Cusack, man, he don't play by the rules. He bare man. Yeah, he does what he wants, man, to get the job done. I tell you what, though, those police motorbikes are cool as f. Yeah, Terminator Two vibes. Yeah, I was thinking they remind me of when I played Lego as little, and that you used to get police motorbike Lego pieces. Mm-hmm. You can tell I'm just a mature adult now because I'm watching this, thinking these people are on motorbikes without helmets on. <laughs> like that's my takeaway from this. Like. They should put helmets on. But there was a lovely moment there where two police motorcyclists mm-hmm. dropped their donuts to go on chase. On chase. That's amazing. That's, honestly, dude, there's so much... Like, the jokes just are so fucking frequent in this. Is that Ving Rames at the back? Yep. And Swamp Thing's driving. There's three of them. You keep, you keep saying Swamp Thing. Who's Swamp Thing? The guy that looks like Lemmy. Ah, uh, okay. I mean... This is one of those situations where if there was a wooden cart being driven by a horse, it would blow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. everything has blown up. Everything's super flammable. This is ridiculous. I love it, though. So Why is it now packs of money? What have they just hit that's given all the money? It was a armor car. Right. Oh, this is, this is fantastic. Love it. Head crushed by a fucking hydraulic rock crushing machine. It's just like a gelfling. A what? Gelfling. It's a gelfling. Dark crystal. Oh. <laughs> Daddy, you're so fucked up. Why have you given me this mix of mitosis, motherfucker? <laughs> I don't want this body that you fucking carried around and put down drains and got blood on. It's got a man's brains on it, Daddy. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word so this film ends with, with the serial the killer, serial killer. oh my word but see but this is why I think right that that girl was not real that was his brain like cancelling out like those tendencies that he has because he says over the film like there was a little girl I wore a hat through, I, wore, I wore her head like a hat through three states driving in a convertible until they got me and 
then he sits down with her and he completely just leaves her. So I think, like, oh, that's what I always thought that he that was in his head and he never, like, that was him getting normal and now he's hanging out having a cocktail at the fucking casino. Like, I am going to go with you're overthinking this. Totally. What a great ending, though. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm so glad that they end with him there on, on that joke instead of that fucking terrible reunion to that terrible song. Yeah, if, if, if it had gone to Fade to Black on that, that. song with them snogging nah. as the rain fell on them nah. with the girl holding the mixomatosis rabbit. And you definitely know that's what they were going for because that was like the song that they had made for the film. That's what they were going for. But then they went with that joke and then ended back on Sweet Home Alabama. Well, right? they made that song for this film. I'm pretty sure. It's one of those things. Like, it was obviously... How do I live without you? Obviously, it was a Easy. Thing, You're a criminal. You killed someone. Yeah. Bellend. That's Sims, Gator, Devers, Pilot, Starkey, Buscard, Ted the Pilot, Debbie, six years old, Ronnie, Smoke, Ginny, Donald, Watts, Londall, Viking, Carlos. I mean, Mongoose. Stunt. <laughs> the Stunt Mongoose. Blade. I played the Stunt Mongoose. Uncle Bob. Yeah. Stickman. Oh, do you know what, though? Fair play to you. Shouting out on uh, Conair. Yeah, man. That was fantastic, wasn't it? It was. It was a really... <laughs> Airplane pilot was played by Dick Skip Evans. <laughs> There's some fucking funny names in this. Dude, I love that they gave all those fucking cons names. Yeah. That's fantastic. Post-film chat. First things first, then, Jimmy, I must yeah. applaud you on... Um, firstly, a great dinner. Thank you. Secondly... Great choice. Yeah. What, an, what an opener for our series two. Yeah. Con Air. Uh, man, it's like I said earlier, I knew that I was going to love it before we put it on, and I felt like I could remember it quite well, and then watching it, I realised I could remember it very well. And there was nothing really that I thought, you know, we you're watching it back that, like, jokes don't land, or there was nothing problematic about what people were doing or saying. It was like, it was just good fucking fun. Like, just... Just dumb fun. Loved dumb, it. Yeah, dumb fun is a really nice way of putting it because, well, I mean, it's quite grotesque, isn't it? There's a lot of, like, quite nasty deaths in it. Mm, mm-hmm. Unnecessary sort of rapey bits. And... Yeah, but I mean... But, and as but well, it's still good fun. <laughs> <laughs> but he absolutely gets his comeuppance and he's, like, probably... like, And he's definitely portrayed as one of the worst people in the film. Right? Who, Danny Trejo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he gets like, and he gets that great scene at the end where they're taking him off and he's been handcuffed, and his arms have just been ripped off. Nice. Like, I love that bit when the uh, yeah, and the, the way they shoot it, so you think he's still attached, and they they drag his body off, and his arms are still just hanging there. I really like that. It's um, it does hold up. It's still yeah. it's still a good movie. Yeah. Um, is it as interesting as when? I watched it back in the day. No, no, for me, I don't think it's back in the day. Like I was when I was watching that, I was like, "Fuck yeah, look at these cool dudes." Yeah. Now I'm a little bit like, "Oh look, it's a, it, it's it's just people having a good fight, and yeah. we're finding it funny." I don't remember ever watching it and going, "This is a funny film. This is yeah. a comedy." Being like, "Fuck yeah, like go, like yeah, like like you know really guns blazing sort of thing like into the action whereas as you say it's it's a totally different way of appreciating it now watching it just all the the humor in it and uh and j- just the silliness of it all i do think that um maybe 
maybe I was so blindsided by the violence and thinking that was cool when I was little that I just didn't think about the humour. Or maybe it's mm. one of those things where now that I've matured, I can now find it funny in the same... Like, cops dropping their donuts to go on a chase. Yep. Like, yep. I wouldn't have got that as a kid. Yeah, and the whole love thing with the car. Like, I'm not a car person, certainly not when I was a kid. Like, none of those jokes really would have landed all that much. Like, a lot of the, the humour in it is kind of subtle. Yeah. Like, not not super subtle, but, like... Yeah, it it ain't like heaps of slapstick comedy and things like that that you might laugh at more when you're a kid. I definitely think the jokes land more as an adult. Yeah, like that that line where they're like, uh, you are not cleared to take off. Well, I don't think anyone on this plane gives a flying fuck. Like, I would have just thought, that's oh, how cool is that guy? Whereas now I'm like, mate, you're funny as fuck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um, in that respect, it's a, yeah, it's it's a, it's a cracker. I mean, it's a cracking film. It's, it's so cracking good, film. man. It's so it's so good. It's it's just silly though, isn't it? Though, and I yeah. wonder if like it's. I wonder if the fact that we're saying that it Conair is now silly means that it has aged. We just visually it hasn't because I think I think even when it came out, man, that it definitely would have been. I because I, I to be honest, I didn't read any uh, like professional reviews or anything before we watched it tonight but I'm sure even when it came out people just would have been like this is just silly big explosions fun yeah. you know like because there's not really that much of a storyline is there not really dude but honestly even... it's just and which which is also good because it moves just nice and brisk through set pieces it's just that like set and the first five to ten minutes is just exposition. Here's the plane. Here's what we're doing. Here's this guy like Poe. Here's all the you know. And again, like I said when we were watching it, great delivery system for the exposition of the guy reading the brief and then them reading out everyone's rap sheets. You know who everyone is. Fantastic because bang, you're off. You know. And then it's right. Planes in the air. They've taken the plane. Carson City do the swap. Cops are onto them. Bang, they're off again go to their next rendezvous it's just moving through set pieces like you said not really much of a story but it's great because it just moves fast it's good <laughs> you should do like you should do that for every film we watch that just da 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 like <laughs> and now the next section is Jimmy's synopsis <laughs> <laughs> to be to be honest maybe they might not be as fucking easy as that it's, it's like he it, it, no, it just illustrates the, the Lord of the, Lord Lord of the, the rings. rings Jesus Christ yeah then he finds a ring <laughs> <laughs> And then, then they're in Rivendell, and then, and then they're in Moria, and then they're... <laughs> you're just showing off that you know Rivendell, didn't you? Love it with the elves, mate. You painted any little figures recently? I have, but I've been doing not Middle Lord of the Rings ones. I've been doing uh, I got Second World War ones, so I've been painting uh, some German SS grenadiers. Well, mm-hmm. don't know how to reply to that, but uh, but yeah, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, I brought this up. <laughs> Final thoughts. We have exhausted our conversation about Conair. <laughs> Again, we, we said it really all just during watching it, and there just ain't much more to say than it's awesome. And now we've got another section where we're going to give our final thoughts. <laughs> Do you know what? It's that, awesome. It's awesome. Go yeah. watch it again. If you haven't seen it, then I, I don't know. See it. And, and, if, and, if you haven't, and if you have and haven't watched it in ages, go back and watch it again, because yeah. it's fucking as great as you probably remember. So let's not talk about this film anymore now, because, mm. like... There's no need. There's no I, need. Do you know what's really bothering me? 
I'm thinking you should put your bowls in to soak because that mashed potato will set like cement on them and it'll be a bitch to wash up. That's how old I've got now. <laughs> I'm not saying going, yeah, let's get fucked up on Jack Daniels. I'm thinking, oh, that washing up's going to be a bitch. I was, a bitch I was, I was actually, well, I, yeah, I was doing it with the wooden spoon before we started recording. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I'll sit down, have a drink now, and we'll start recording the episode. And I was like, oh, actually, you know what? There's some mash on that spoon. I'll just sort that out real quick. I'm the wooden spoon. I'm the serving spoon. <laughs> My final thought is, <laughs> wash those fucking bowls. <laughs> yeah, I'll have fun tomorrow. Yeah. Um, no, my my final thought is that I am just so happy to be back yeah. doing this. I've loved it. God, it's good. Um, so, we are... It, that was a good hit out. That was a good hit out for the first one, I think. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, so, we've got our socials going. We've mm-hmm. got Twitter. We've got Instagram. We've got all... I, I mean, I, we're, 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 we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. At, um, at, at, at Rich and Jimmy. Do you know what I'd really like, though? I'd really like someone to email us and just say, hey, Rich and Jimmy, like your show. Love what you're doing, yeah. And you know what? Yeah, email us at Rich... What is it? What, Rich and Jimmy... Oh, my God, we can't remember it. Can't remember it's been that long. Rich and Jimmy watch a film at gmail.com. That would be the idea. I'd love, I'd love to love just that. get a little ping on my phone and see an yeah. email and go like... Oh, it's just someone saying they like it. Yeah. Or yeah, you know, and even if you got like some feedback, like is great. Like we you know, we've had people uh like with direct messages and stuff on Twitter and that was feedback and we do listen to what you know people say about the show. Like we'd love any sort of feedback as well if you think there's things that we could improve, do differently, like it doesn't just have to be glowing praise. We know we're amazing, but it doesn't just have to be glowing praise. We'd love to hear from people. <laughs> Film recommendations is another good one as well that we'd like. Yeah, I wonder if our little French friend will Got to, got to, our little. Uh, I can't think of the word for French. Uh, the the word in French for friend. Copain. Uh, yeah, nice. There we go. Is that what it is? Probably. Ma copain. Ma copain. Sounds cute. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice to see people coming back and listening. So that's good. And we got you know the reviews have been fucking outstanding as well. And that's another one if you have the time. It doesn't cost anything to do, and it helps us massively if you could leave a review on like Spotify or. Or Apple, wherever you're listening to this, it would be a huge, huge help. If you do a good review, Jimmy will send you a pair of his pants that he's worn. I will. Yeah, you betcha. And, and Self-addressed envelope. And you'll get the oldest ones as well, because I'll, I'll be upcycling, getting new ones coming through, so you get the oldest ones, the ones that are worn in, that they're baked in flavour. But oh, flavour. <laughs> Don't ever use flavour to describe your pants, Jimmy. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> So I think that's uh, on, <sighs> on that beautiful note about Jimmy's pants. We should um, wrap oh, it up there. We have to do the end. We do. We? Yeah, I'm just trying to think what we could do. Uh, I mean, there's so many. There's so many films, good lines in that fucking film. Uh, always, always keep not giving a flying fuck. Yeah, that's it. It's yeah. got to be flying fuck, hasn't it? Yeah. So um, thank you so much for listening to Rich and Jimmy Watch Film, Episode One of Series Two, Conair. It's been a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, Jimmy, send us off. Just keep on not giving a flying fuck. Simple as that. Thank you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>